This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nick Ashew on overtime on the fan and the Team 980 for the next hour. Uh, my buddy Brian McNally, everybody remembers that name. You know him well. Uh, loved the rooster salad bit at the end, and that makes me happy. Anytime we can talk to Chris Russell and somehow incorporate a giant salad and a full head of lettuce that he's actually brought in and chopped up to make a salad in the kitchen, I think that's a win uh, on a very eventful week in Washington, that's for sure. So 800-636-1067, take you up till 9 o'clock. It is... uh. It's all about the Washington Commanders. Now, Washington Command. What is it called? Anybody that's watched Ted Lasso knows because they use it. Where you say a name or a word over and over again and it looks weird and it sounds weird. Ryan, do you know what that's called? What is that called? Oh, man. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the you're wrong right. guy, right? I don't here. know why I'm asking you these things. That was a terrible decision on my part. I, I, I gave you way too much credit. It, exactly. It's got a name. I don't know what it is. There's <laughs> something where you say a word or you stare at it, a name, a word so much that it just, you're like, is that right? It seems weird. That's that's what's going to end up happening. I'm going to sit here and say Washington Commanders so much that the word Commanders is then just going to look weird, like just the word all by itself. But better get used to it because here we are. The era has been ushered in in Washington. Carlton's been waiting on hold for a while. He's in D.C. What's up, Carlton? You're on overtime. Hi, Nick. I was calling because, uh, if you recall, they had a contest to name the team. And the name I suggested was the Commanders. I was basing it on adding a color like the naval ships, a silver for the shoulder pad, mm-hmm. and putting a, a, a silver line through the helmet, possibly adding stars to the helmet. Never heard back from them. I, I can't believe I was the only one that suggested that name, though. But I, I don't know if they ever made mention of the folks that suggested the name. I'm not saying I was the only one. But uh, I did suggest that name. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention, Nick, is, you know, we talk about the losing seasons of the team. And I'm old enough and fortunate enough to be around for the uh, every time the team went to the Super Bowl, even though they lost it, even back in the George Allen days. I'm old enough to have uh, been around when the Senators had a non-losing season. Uh, we've had college teams win in this area. I, I think we have to look at it differently. Winning is cyclical. And if, if, you, if you live long enough, your teams may lock up and win championships. Uh, there are many areas that never get to the, to the big game. We've been fortunate, fortunate enough to have our NHL, NBA, NFL. 
Major League Baseball teams, college teams, women's college teams win national championships. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're, we're fortunate. Instead of looking at just uh, and, and looking at objectively, instead of looking at just from one team. Thank you, Carlton. And I will say this: we are. It does feel a lot better having won a Stanley Cup in a World Series, right? That makes a big difference. Part of being a fan is suffering. The difference is, is when you're a fan of this, this suffering goes far beyond normal fandom of suffering. Like it's just you get five other layers of suck on top of everything that happens on the field with the. Commanders. See, I'm getting it. I'm getting it down. The Washington Washington Commanders. It's clicking, Ryan. It's slowly. I'm slowly getting this to work. But yeah, this it, this is going to be something now where it, it all comes down to what the brand means to people, and it means a football team right now, and it's that's it. But is it a winning football team? Is it a dysfunctional organization? Is it a competitive organization? It it, it, it does give you that sense of a fresh start. And I'm just, and I'm telling you, I know some people. And remember, there were people that most people hated Washington football team, and it got made fun of, right? But I know a lot of people that started to go, eh, it's grown on me. Maybe they should keep it. If Washington football team can grow on you, Washington Commanders can do it. Naming it, naming your football team, football team is me naming my dog, dog. Okay, that's really. There's not much to it. It's it's very descriptive. It's it's uh it's. Dwight Schrute in the office, it is your birthday. It's a statement of fact, Jim. Well, it is. It's a statement of fact that the Washington football team is a football team. But it's this, this, we identify with, with nicknames in, in sports, right? Like, at least in American sports. And I know that, well, you know, these, all these great international soccer clubs, they actually do have nicknames. They just use football club as, like, the main part of it, FC, like that. And that's also, that, that's how it, that's a tradition. Everybody's used to that over there. You start trying to break that mold over here. They do it in the MLS, but soccer fans get that. It's just different in other sports. Like, you couldn't have get rid of the Wizards and say Washington Basketball Club. Washington Basketball Team. God. Although, at this point, anything's better than Wizards. I think we all can agree on that. So, maybe look, Commanders is still better than Wizards. Can we agree on that? Can we at least agree that Commanders is better than Wizards? That's the one thing maybe that can bring us all together on this. We'll at least take commanders over wizards. Alliteration. There, there's another that you just keep saying it over and over. Washington Wizards. It looks looks weird. Uh, Will's in D.C. What's up, Will? Hey, Nick, did you know that you have to have a ticket? I came all the way over here to say that to Nick. So you have to have a ticket for the $5 to, to get into it. Did you know that? I had no idea. I'm assuming it's probably just something on the website, right? They've been saying it on the on the radio all day long. Five dollars, you know, for to come and and get down there, and then they tell you got to have a ticket. So I guess you got to go online or however it's done. Anyway, um, what team do you what uh, quarterback do you think they're going to go after? Look, it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to be Russell Wilson. I would have said Derek Carr before Josh McDaniels took that job. I think he likes Derek Carr too much. I, honestly, yeah. I know people don't want to hear this. I think Garoppolo is a real option, and and short term, yeah, too. And listen, Garoppolo when he's playing well is a is a good quarterback. He just doesn't stay healthy and he's not consistent. So that's right. right. But he's also been to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game. But it's not like like he didn't throw a single touchdown until the NFC Championship game. So like nobody's going to get excited mm. by that. But will I think what people need to understand with this is that. They're not finding their franchise quarterback this offseason. It's going to be another bridge no. quarterback moving forward for at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, go Manders. Hey, man. There you go, Manders. 
Tell you what, I've seen some good tweets. That was amazing. People go Manders. That was amazing. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. It's just really funny. <laughs> the, the, D, the, the DC Manders. <laughs> I mean, I get it, right? You got like skins was a thing. So like, yeah. what is it going to be? We know that everybody else is going to call them the commies. So that's lame and stupid, exactly. but that's fine. Like, whatever. I, I get it. Like, there, everybody comes up with a bad nickname to make fun of their rival teams, the team they don't like or whatever. So Cowboys fans can do that. Go ahead. Like, you know, we all have our nicknames for other teams that are there. Like, dude, whatever. But... Manders, I, you know, look, it's a fresh slate for us too, isn't it? We can sit here and call them whatever the hell we want in terms of nicknames. I did like the guy that called in earlier, though, Ryan, that said the district commanders. That, that's got a little more oomph to it. I like it too. I, I like really it. It, like it grew on me a lot. The I, district commanders. But Will in DC, man. I mean, go Manders. Will. I'm with Will. Will Will was one of my favorite calls tonight. This listen, this is one of those shows where I was like, man, no rundown. We're just having fun. We're opening it up. It's usually what I did for the post game shows when they lost half the time. I was just like, I'm just we're just gonna open the show up. There's no rundown. We're just gonna we're just gonna fly by the seat of our pants and 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 just really react. It's gonna be it's gonna be free flowing. And when you do that, you get people that call them the Manders, which I really appreciate. Uh, we'll take some more calls. 800-636-1067. I know Ryan, you've been uh, chomping at the bit too to. Uh, you have a unique take, you said, on this name. So I'm I'm interested to hear what that's going to be. So we'll get to that as well, taking up to 9 o'clock here on Overtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, go Manders. Oh, that was the call of the night so far, the Manders. At this point, yeah, let's just come up with ridiculous nicknames for the team nickname. Because you got to have something, right? So far, Manders leads the way, Will. <laughs> Nick Ashew on overtime. I Yeah, it's between that and then the actual name of District Commanders. Because that's the thing, too. Like I, When the Wizards, as bad as their name is, uh, when they had those District jerseys, whoo, man, especially the black ones, I'm a big fan. Every team in every sport should have all black uniforms. I love them. I don't care if you think it looks like the Steelers. Love them. Looks so good. The Wizards did that. The all-black district. Woo! That was just... That was fire. So if they were the district commanders... DC commanders? Yeah, what if we even compromised the DC commanders? What if we just start calling them the DC commanders instead of the Washington commanders? In fact, it's a little bit shorter. There's fewer syllables. Washington football team, Washington football team, that's six. Washington Commanders, also six. D.C. Commanders, five. See, we save a syllable. Look at that. Took me all that time to count those syllables, but look at that. We figured it out. What do you think, Ryan? Should we do D.C. Commanders? Maybe that's how we just start calling them that, and it'll just stick. I kind of like the D.C. Commanders. Yeah, that right? Has, has a better ring to it. Like when It rolls off the tongue better than Washington Commanders. Agreed. D.C. Commanders. It comes out better. The more making, you say it, the more you like it. We're making progress here. Yeah. We're making progress. I know you have a take. I want to make sure I get to you because there's a lot uh-huh. of people waiting on hold, and this has just been who knows what other nickname I'm going to get tonight. It's a Friday night. People maybe have been drinking. We yeah. can get some really good stuff <laughs> by 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, what You said you have something a little bit different in yeah. terms of the way you view this. I actually like the away uniforms, and that's what's nuts about this whole thing maybe okay we could talk about the shoulder pads and say the colors are different I do agree on that I do think the colors are different but I do think they got the design they hit that thing right on the head they did a great job with it it's a nice smooth look kind of looks like the Rams a little bit it's like a little mm, it's a 
it's a nicer look in what the NFL is going to look like with uniforms mm-hmm. in probably the next 10 years. See, you bring up a good point because I mentioned the Rams earlier, and I, I really agree with you there. Where you look at how the Rams kind of design, there's the, the it's the thinner looking numbers, and they've mm-hmm. got kind of like the two tone look on yes. it. You, teams, you, you know how this goes. Teams copy each other. There's a certain style. Go back and look at NBA uniforms in the '90s when they had the big logos on the front, the Rockets and the Bucks, like the cartoon looking stuff, exactly. the Raptors. And now the NBA's made their jerseys look simple, and everybody because again, it's it's Nike making all these, so they're going to stick with similar fashion and and style designs and stuff that's way above my head that I don't understand, but I recognize it once I see it. That's what I thought when I saw this. I was like, there are some just little tweaks, little parts of it that have that same idea, and I bet you see more uniforms that have some of this, whether it's the way the numbers look or the colors of certain things, two-tone. I think you're going to see more of that around the NFL as time goes on. Exactly, yeah. And to switch over to the helmets, I think they knocked the helmets out of the park. Like, round of applause for whoever decided with the Matt Burgundy mm-hmm. and that W on the side. And I know, again, people don't like the W, but I think it looks real swift on them. I, I think like people. It. I think people would like the W more if there was more than the W and the crest. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, yeah. I, mean, I think that it, would be it. Exactly, which is fine. But I, I don't know. I like it. The black helmets, I hate them. You got to get rid of that W in the front. It looks so stupid. But the uniforms, the black unis are great. Like, again... Round of applause for whoever came up with that. It looks amazing. Yeah, I, l- I love the black, all black. It looks fantastic. The only thing I would have rather seen would be the numbers in burgundy surrounded by gold mm-hmm. versus the way where they have the gold. But my guess is the gold probably pops on the black more than the burgundy. Like, they have to think of all these little things. Like, remember when the Wizards redesigned their j- jerseys and they went to the original, like, red, white, and blue, the stripes, and they had a stripe going along the back initially, but it went through the numbers on the back, and you couldn't see it. So they redesigned it next year so they didn't have the blue stripe going through the numbers on the white jersey because it looked weird. So you got to think about all those little things. Here's my prediction. You'll see more teams in the NFL moving forward with a logo on the front of their helmet. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a trendy thing. I, I don't know. Well, remember, they didn't just design these by themselves. Nike's involved with some of this stuff, too. Okay, so true. You've got Nike here that's now going to say, guess what? We're doing this with all. Like, Nike does it. Like, they're going to do in the NFL like what they do in the NBA. Maybe not as much because there's not as many games. But the extra jerseys, the redesigns, the what you can sell. Look, the merchandise sales have been through the roof, right? Through the roof with this. So you're now going to see more and more people, more and more teams saying, hey, maybe we should do a redesign, too. Nike, what can we do with this? And, you know, it's... It's just going to change, and change freaks people out. It just, it always has, and it always will. But I, I'm with you on pretty much all that. I just, I cannot get over. I'm sorry, the numbers on the white jerseys do not look like the burgundy that we're used to. It looks more reddish maroon. It just looks like a, a red wine. It's just not the same color. Don't try to tell me it's the same color because it's not. But I like the other ones a lot. I'm all in on the black, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, go Mandy. <laughs> It's so great. Go Manders. The, the, mm-hmm. well, the, Go yeah, Manders. The best part, too, is it's just he was very just like he just understood. Like at that point, we both just agreed like, yeah, they're not finding their franchise quarterback this year. All right. Well, go Manders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, go Manders. My man, that was dude. That was so great. <laughs> I, it, I, like it took me a second to re- figure out what he said. I was like, did he say Manders? Manders. It's perfect. I love it. All right, let's squeeze a couple of calls in here. 800-636-1067. Let's go to Nate and Alexandria. You're on overtime. 
What's going on, man? Uh, thanks for taking me. Uh, go Manders. Yes. It's sticking. 110% Go Manders. <laughs> uh, uh, your guy who called in earlier, he was saying uh, District Commanders, uh, hashtag DCFC, District Commander Football Club. Like, why not, right? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that that's your hashtag that everybody wants. Uh, the other thing is you're going into packages and everything. Logan Thomas is your secret weapon. If he's healthy, why are we running trick plays with Logan Thomas? He's a good quarterback. Let's go Hokies, but I'm just saying, you you, you got a secret weapon there. Uh, whether it's Heineke or you get Jimmy G or whatever. But yeah. well, you're, Wait, hold on. You're not saying Logan Thomas be the full-time quarterback. You're saying use no, trick no, no, plays. No, not okay, whatsoever. Okay. Not whatsoever. But I'm saying he's a weapon and he's got a cannon. All right, you know what? This that was the difference between me saying Nate is drunk versus Nate's actually being thoughtful right now. So that's part. Yeah, look, <laughs> uh, look, I'm with you on this sense, Nate. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, you could. They've got some guys on. You need more playmakers on this team. We, we've seen that that is very clear. They got to add more playmakers this offseason. Curtis Samuel was supposed to be one of those guys. He never saw the field. Is he healthy next year? I, I don't know. You know how this goes when you sign someone and it's like, oh, he's got to change the offense, and then they're always hurt. A lot of times, injury-prone guys stay injury-prone. So the hope is that you can use him a little more like Debo Samuel. That would, that would be nice if they could do that. He may not be exactly like that. But, yeah, if you can use Logan Thomas in, in some of those ways, throw in some, I don't know, some end-around where he's taking a toss and then he's throwing a deep ball. Like, like, yes, you can create these types of packages. They're going to have to get more creative on offense. But it still starts with the quarterback. I mean, you can have other guys that can throw the football occasionally. You can have a punter that can throw the football occasionally. But it doesn't matter if your quarterback can't do it consistently. You know, that's that's the biggest problem there. Uh, let's go to Herb and Waldorf. What's up, Herb? Hey, what's going on? I kind of thought Nate was getting drunk, too, so but, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, that's that's not a bad package for, for a trick play, but I, I digress on that. Um, here's the thing. I, I, got, I got a lot to say, so I'm going to try to hurry up. All right. For starters, the uh, word that we're going to be using while I'm on is, what's the word? Uh, inconsistently, is consistently Inconsistent. incompetent. Okay. All right. It's incompetent. Okay. Incompetence is the word. All right. Because when you think of uh, when I, I started watching this team in sixth in the seventh grade, which was in '97, we had two decent seasons before that. Before Snyder came in, that was in '99. Every single year that he's been in, it's been incompetent. Every single time we get somewhere that we're going to the playoffs, we do something incompetent. And even when uh, Gibbs was here, we was doing pretty good. When, uh, what's his name, Shanahan was in here, we were doing pretty good. Something incompetent was coming up. Mm-hmm. You saying, not, not you, Snyder saying, hey, we're never going to change his name. You're in an incompetent state right now because you have to ad- adapt. This is not a good name. Redskins is not a good name anymore. We, we loved it going uh, all these years. It's part of our history. But guess what? We got to move on. You had a chance to go ahead and get a better name. I mean, hey, you, you, that, that falls on you as an owner. You uh, you laid an egg when it came to, to trying to put this out here as the new name. It is what it is at this point. We're the laughing stock. We've always been the laughing stock. But I will say this. Your jerseys look good. Yes. I, I like the jerseys. Yep. I hate the W in the middle of the black because the black is really making it sexy. It's sleek. I love it. But you still found a way to be incompetent. <laughs> I, I'm just, <laughs> put the, you found a way to put a W on the top of the uh, 
it's like, damn, can we, can we please just not be incompetent for once? And, uh, yes, the, the, the name will eventually grow on us because it, it feels like a wart on the back of your backside now. It, it's just like, uh, it, it's no, it's, it's not good. I mean, but here's the thing. There's the one thing that, uh, that, that Dan Snyder can learn from all of his incompetence. You know who was incompetent, but they were the leader of a bad uh, person? Cobra Commander. Why not have him as our mascot? It was a lot to unpack I'm there, Herb. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, we're the commanders. I yeah. mean, we're the laughing stock. And I mean, hell, Cobra Commander was actually pretty tough. If we could, if, if you go out there and say Cobra in the middle of the uh, fight song, hey, why not? I mean, hey, I, I've been watching this team for the last twenty something years, and I will never see a Super Bowl. Knock on wood. Hopefully so. Thank you to the uh, to every single other team in this area other than the Wizards, because I wasn't born when they won. But thank you to every other team. Incompetence. Herb, that was fantastic. Thank you. But I'm now thinking about a wart on someone's ass, and it's your fault because of that. But you know what? Other than that, we're good. Uh, yeah, see? Everybody's got different ideas, whether it's something else with a mascot, another logo, nicknames for the nicknames. We got a clean slate. And this is, look, you may not like the nickname, but we can come up with other stuff that make it a little bit better. DC Commanders, District Commanders, Manders, whatever, the Cobra Commander. Like, this is now our time. What's going to happen is you're going to see movements for certain things on social media, and then that type of stuff is going to stick. That's what we got control over. That's what this fan base has control over. Uh, we still have the terrible owner there, though, which is the unfortunate part, but at least we have control over the nickname for the nickname, damn it. And if that's all we have, then I'll take it. It's better than nothing. Nick Cashew on Overtime. More of this coming up next on The Fan and the Team 980. Nick Cashew on Overtime. Got some great nicknames tonight for this team. The Manders, District Commanders, DC Commanders. I'd like to say DC Commanders I at least came up with. So there's something there with that. Because, yeah, if you don't have a nickname for the nickname, you got to come up with your own nickname. I just think DC Commanders in general should have been the name. That, that, that's, that, that's, got a, that's got an extra just oomph to it, right? There's just something something there. Aaron Rodgers, the new quarterback of the DC Commanders. Yeah! We had uh, DC United. Got DC Defenders, right? I, I, I don't think DC is used enough in any of our team's names. We always use Washington. It's kind of long, kind of wordy. Washington Commanders. And I don't really mind the nickname Commanders. D.C. Commanders, District Commanders. Let's get on this. Let's make this a thing. I think that's, I think that's the direction we should go. But, you know, as we move forward now, I mean, look, we, we can sit here and talk about the name. It's not going anywhere. It's what it is. So if we want to come up with nicknames, that's great. But now comes football for this team. The, the long-term conversation will obviously be, stadium, and oh, where are they going to put it, which it should be where RFK is. There is no other location. That is the only spot. But they've got to actually look competent this season. They've got to improve. Here's one thing that I will say after everything that happened this year. You go 7-9, and nine, you win the division, first place schedule. I've talked about it plenty. Everybody's talked about it. it. It put them in a horrible position. The expectations were too high. You get that first place schedule. It's, it's, it's much more... Competent competition, if you will. But when it's all said and done, this team, with a first-place schedule, 
still finish with seven wins. Now, they had one more loss, but they did still finish with seven wins. And now next year, they're not going to have as tough of a schedule on paper. Now, you know how this goes in the NFL, right? It's dangerous to play that game. But when you have a schedule, at least on paper, that looks easier, there, there's a semblance of, there's a little bit more of maybe a, a confidence within the building of like, okay, we don't have this daunting quarterback gauntlet we'll have to deal with. But obviously things can change. Worst to first. Look at the Bengals. There's a great example. But, you know, this is this team next year has an opportunity to get back on track of where we thought they would be this season. We know the talent that they still have on that defense. I understand some guys like, you know, looked out of place, uh, like William Jackson at times. We know that we're not going to have Chase Young, at least probably for the beginning of the season after he tore his ACL. No idea what the timetable is with him right now. The expectation should be back on that defensive line. Some free agents, they obviously have to deal with this offseason as well. But go out and add some playmakers. You can spend a little money in free agency. Go add some playmakers. Because if Curtis Samuel's not it, he's not it. So somebody else has to fill his shoes. Somebody else has to be that guy that takes some of that attention off of Terry McLaurin. Get some playmakers on defense. And then, of course, the quarterback. Which, I I hate to break it to you, they're not going to find their franchise quarterback this offseason. I don't want to see them jumping ahead in the draft. I don't want to see them overpaying. If they were going to do it, they should have done that last draft. They shouldn't have taken Jamin Davis. They should have traded up, and they should have gotten themselves a quarterback. They like Justin Fields. They should have moved up to go after him. If that's the guy that they liked, if you thought he fits your system, you thought he's the right guy for the future, go do it. Because you know what the Chiefs did? The Chiefs traded up for Patrick Mahomes, and they thought he was their guy. It's kind of worked out for him, hasn't it? Just a little bit. Now, it is funny if you go back and look at the scouting reports. And, you know, you go, everybody goes back and grades everybody in the draft. We see it every year. We all do it. It's the great, uh, you know, old takes exposed, right? Just ripping Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's so raw. He may never be ready. Could never be a starter. Oh, wait. So, look, just because Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis are looked at as, you know, maybe lower ceilings or Willis maybe going to take a couple years to really develop to the NFL level of competition that you'll see, it doesn't mean that this draft that's considered a weaker quarterback class doesn't mean that in the right system, some of these quarterbacks, one of them at least, could turn out to be a very good quarterback. That's what matters so much is it is all about system. And I'm going to give Kyle Shanahan credit with what he did with the 49ers because he did such a good job. Instead of trying to force feed a certain system into what he did in San Francisco this year, he finally realized we're not going to be a great throwing team. Garoppolo's in and out. He's hurt sometimes. Trey Lance isn't ready. Let's run the football. Let's use the weapons that we have and accentuate their talents. He used the system that fit best with the talent that was there. And it's the same thing with a quarterback. Stop trying to force a quarterback into a certain mold you got to allow the quarterback to use their talents. Now, if they're a run-heavy quarterback, you want to make sure they develop more as a passer because you can just get beat up. We've seen that with running quarterbacks over the years. Cam Newton was able to get away with it longer because he's built like a defensive end. But even him now, he's probably 38 in football years. That's just the reality of taking those hits over and over and over again. But if you are able to get a system in place and it matches with that quarterback, they can have more success. Look, Mac Jones is not the most talented player from that talented quarterback from this past draft, but he's in a great situation, and they put him in a position to succeed. I'd say he was probably the least 
has the lowest ceiling, the least talented out of all of the quarterbacks that you took in the first round this past year. But does that mean that he's going to have the worst career? Well, no. It's a great system he's in. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence. They hired Doug Peterson now in Jacksonville, but, you know, that, that's a dysfunctional franchise. He might not benefit from being there. Justin Fields has a head coach that was a defensive coordinator. They better get a good offensive coordinator there that uses a system that and accentuates Justin Fields' talent. So it doesn't mean that because we're looking at these quarterbacks now coming into this draft, and you're going, oh, God, this, I don't know, man. None of these guys are, maybe one is a late first-round pick and everybody's going to reach. Well, yeah, that's that's certainly a possibility. But if they're put in the right system, the question is, is does Washington have the system for any one of these guys? You know, and if you draft somebody in the first round, you expect them to be a long-term starter, bare minimum for you. And we're, we're like, they're supposed to have their guy. You're already supposed, really. I mean, think about it. Washington has gone through two first-round picks at quarterback now that were supposed to be your guy. They bought themselves some time because of Kirk Cousins. I mean, Cousins was a great insurance policy for this team, but RG three in 2012 was like he should only be a 10-year veteran right now. If it at all had worked out and he was a true franchise quarterback, RG3 would be in his 10th year in Washington and they would have won a Super Bowl. And that's the guy that's taken number two overall. That's what you expect. Oh, and then they go Dwayne Haskins. Well, Dwayne Haskins lasted a year and a half. So when you really think about it, they've already gone through two first-round picks at quarterback that should still, still be their starter today. If it had all worked out, because it's not crazy to say, I mean, we, we've seen how long quarterbacks play now, but again, Injuries, running too much, uh, a million other things with RG3 situation. It's not just one. But you've now set yourself back twice. You only bought a little bit of time at quarterback because Cousins was a strong starter for you. He was consistent. He didn't get hurt. You just didn't want to pay him. So they bought themselves time with that. But you just you set your franchise back when you whiff on guys in the first round. I'd rather them have a, have a decent bridge quarterback. I'd rather them have somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo than reach for a quarterback in the first round that they think maybe could work, and you're trading up, and you're giving up draft picks, and you're losing draft capital, and then that doesn't work out. Because at least if you can build around somebody like a Garoppolo for a year or two, you can still then look, and then maybe at that point you say we're a quarterback away, and you can trade some assets to trade up in the draft if you've got a decent roster already. Now, yes, there's the benefit of having a rookie quarterback on that deal, but if that quarterback's not capable of being a starter like Dwayne Haskins, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they've got a cheap rookie contract, and you can add talent around them. Because if they're not a capable starter, who cares? It doesn't matter. So that's it's a really tough position for them to be in. And this is, this is what I said after the draft last year. It's like, look, okay, so you, you once they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's like, well, okay, but you're going to be in the same position next year, and we don't have as much confidence in the draft class that's coming out at quarterback versus the five first-round picks that were just taken, so you're just kind of kicking the can down the road. It's like the Wizards and Bradley Beal. They keep kicking the can down the road. No, no, we're not going to trade him unless he wants to trade. No, no, maybe next year. No, no, maybe we'll re-sign him. I don't know. Well, now it's coming down to the end. Is he going to pick up his option? Are you going to give him an extension, 40-something million? He doesn't want to necessarily ask for a trade, but he would maybe welcome it. Like, at some point, it all comes to the head. It all, you know, comes to a head, boils to a head. I don't know what the expression is, whatever that stupid thing is. Look at the Saints. The Saints kept pushing salary back for years and years. Now they're going to be almost $74 million over the salary cap. And Sean Payton was like, I got no quarterback and no room to sign anybody? I'm out. I'm going to go do TV for a year. Eventually, it all comes together. 
You can't keep kicking the can down the road, and that's what Washington's doing at quarterback, and I, I don't see any way that they're going to have a long-term answer this offseason. But maybe a miracle happens. I don't know. They're the commanders now. They're taking command of things, and they're the manders, and they're the district D.C. commanders. I, I don't know. But maybe it's a whole new era, and then they have good luck. Let's just let's hope that commanders brings in some good luck next. That'll be That's, that's the hope. All right, we'll wrap things up next. Nick Ashew on overtime. I'm Andy Cashew on Twitter. <laughs> it's uh, this this is a clean slate for us too, right? It, some of these are just they're great. Yeah, I I, I mean, look, Manders wins today because that came out of the blue, but in a more serious one, I mean, District Commanders, DC Commanders, I'm in. I'm gonna just start calling them that. The DC Commanders. It's pretty good. Oh, we should have done. They should have just done that. It's growing on me more, Ryan. It is. I'm telling you, dude. We should have had a sit down with Jason Wright. We should have pitched it before <sighs> they changed it. I, I just, I, I think it, it, it's it's at least it it gives it a little more oomph to it. I don't know. There's just there's there's more to it because Washington Commanders is really long. Now Washington Commanders sounds weird to me. I keep saying DC Commanders, and now Washington Commanders sounds weird again. Damn it! It's just like in Ted Lasso. You keep saying it, and it sounds weird. Ah, it happened. I knew it. It could, and they, I guess they couldn't have it say the district across it, though. I'm sure the Wizards have that somehow trademarked. Oh, yeah. I, I, exactly. I would definitely think that. But, I mean, DC Commanders, like, I mean, it's something that people can just call them. Like, I don't know. I don't know, so, man. I just wonder, like, every team other than DC United and then obviously the DC Defenders for a short time, it's like everybody likes to use just Washington in the name. DC doesn't get enough credit. I almost wonder if there's just like a – it feels more powerful or something in their minds by using Washington as opposed to D.C. But nobody – like, if you're from the area, you say you're from D.C. You don't really say – you don't say you're from Washington, D.C. You don't say you're from Washington because there's exactly. a state. Like, people say they're from D.C. So I feel like D.C. commanders would work. You don't even really say you're from the district. But, like, that's still a phrase that's used a little bit where you can say district commanders and it sounds – I don't know. I Maybe they missed the boat on this. Damn, we should have submitted this. Ugh. They missed out. They're making a lot of money off this, though. They are selling jerseys like crazy. Oh, yeah, they set, like, some record or something. Yeah. But, yeah. like, here's also the thing, Nick. We we could not be done with this. We might not be done with this. We still have a chance to do DC Commanders. And I, then we trademark that. And then I do agree. They have they pay us off. I, you, you smell what I'm cooking here? Well, except for the fact we had somebody call in that says he suggested commanders to like a fan poll and they didn't. So they're, they're not going to give anybody credit that comes up with these ideas. <laughs> I think we know that. That's definitely not happening. Well, what we need to do is we need to, whoever that guy that got all the potential options trademarked, we need to get his lawyer yeah, and we need to get right? a trademark for the D.C. commanders. If D.C. That's even commanders, possible. man. Not I, the Washington one. I'm liking DC. it. Yeah, I do wish that they did add a little more in terms of, like, incorporate the stars in the logo. I, I think agree that with would that. have been cool. I, so I don't mind the W as long as it wasn't the main logo. It's become the main logo because yeah. they used that as a filler, and I thought that made sense with Washington football team. It's just a W. That's fine. Like, the Packers. and Like, whatever. That's But then they decided to just revamp the W and make it their main logo versus a secondary logo. And that's... I think that's where they screwed it up. Even the crest. The crest is fine as a secondary. Like, that has to be the extra stuff. It's somewhere on the jersey. You know, like in the NBA, you see those on, like, the shorts. 
They've got it. Like, like for example, the Wizards have the DC with the shooting hands, like an ode to the bullets with the basketball. That's cool, but that's it not is? their main logo. That's the secondary logo. And Nike does the NBA jerseys. They should have done the same thing with this. I don't like it. I don't like the W as the main one. But guess what? Doesn't matter because this is what we got. This is what we got. But the logos can change. Like, the name's not going anywhere, but the logos can change. And, hell, maybe they will kind of just evolve it into DC Commanders. Maybe they'll listen. Maybe they'll pay attention. I think it's the, I think it's the right choice. Do the right thing and call them the DC Commanders. We demand it. We demand. We command that he they do. It. We like command it. that they do. You're going to get a lot of that. Washington. How many play-by-play guys this year? Washington is commanding the red zone this year. Oh, God. Here we go. All right, I'm back tomorrow, 10 to noon, with Grant Paulson on 106.7 The Fan. Our national show is there, and then I got my solo CBS Sports Radio show, noon to 2. You can also catch that on 106.7 The Fan, as well as the Odyssey app. Download that if you do not have it. Uh, Enjoy the Pro Bowl, I guess, this weekend. I'm going to go to BetMGM on Sunday and enjoy that place instead. (laughs) I'll see you later. Enjoy the night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.